You already know who it is, the Bubble Banter, back at it again with another podcast with your boys, Pranal and Lucas. So, we're first going to start off in the Eastern Conference. We got the Heat and Celtics, you know, still in the conference finals. Uh, Game six is tonight, but since we last recorded, we left off on game four. And, you know, rookie shooting guard Tyler Hero went off for 37 points. 37, 14 for 21. So that's a really high percentage, really high points for a rookie. So what you got to say about that, Lucas? What do you think? I think he's something special. I think he's a diamond in the rough. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think, yeah. He was was picked 13th overall. You see that thing where, like, there's something about shooting guards being picked 13th, like Kobe, Devin Booker. Kobe was 13th? Yeah. Tyler Hero, uh, Zach Levine. They're all picked 13th on shooting guards. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, dang. So uh, just like a lucky number type of That's thing, I cool. guess. Yeah. But um apparently his teammate, Bam, he injured his wrist in game four too, right? Yeah, so I think there was a rebound and Bam's hand got like caught in between, I think, Grant Williams or Dan or Daniel Tice or something. But yeah, so he he was out for the rest of that game. But um yeah, so yeah, 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 he was out. Okay. Alright, so Bam injures his wrist, but um, the Heat, they they led most of the game. Robinson and Crowder only had three points, which is pretty weird because they actually won game four. They, did they win game four? The Heat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Heat won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won game four, but Robinson and Crowder, you know, like both really good three-point shooters. They only had three point each, each so they could, they could contribute, you know, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then Gordon Hayward had 14 off the bench. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good contribution. I yeah. Think. I mean, coming off the bench, 14, that's that's solid. Especially because, like, in the last episode, we talked about how he could, like, be that type of guy to come mm-hmm. off the bench, yeah, like, he, score he a little it. bit. Yeah. So, yeah, he definitely proved maybe he listens to our podcast. Yeah, I mean, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Shout out to Gordon Hayward. But, yeah, um, moving on to game five. So Bam had 13, 8, and 8, I think. Yeah. But he still thinks he plays terrible. Yeah, so there was uh, like an interview or something. But, um, yeah, so they the, the Heat lost game five. And so, yeah, Bam thought that he was the reason why they lost. He said he played terrible. Um, I think it was perhaps because of his wrist. But um, I guess we're not sure. But, yeah, he played. I mean, 13, is, 13 8, and 8 is like solid. That's that's a good, you know, but it's not up. That's not like what. That's not. It didn't meet the expectations that he had for himself. So you think it's going to affect him tonight in Game Six? Um, nah. I think I think he'll be. I think he'll be ready to go. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think I think Bam will be okay tonight too, because then, but then on the other side, Tatum in Game Five. He racked up 31 points and 10 rebounds, Dang. which is – that's pretty good. That's pretty that's, – yeah, yeah, that is crazy good. Boston's playing pretty well, I would say, like numbers-wise, like him, uh, uh, Brown, Walker, Marcus Smart. Like, they're all stepping up. They're all giving solid contributions. But then I think that where they're going wrong is, like, what they're using and what strategy they're using. 
because what the Heat are doing is they're using a 2-3 zone, right? In basketball, a 2-3 zone is when you're on defense and you place two players near the near the top of the key, one on the left, one on the right, and you place three in the back, one in the paint, and then one on the left, one on the right. So instead of playing man-to-man, it's that player owns that zone and they guard what's ever happening in that zone. Mm-hmm. But what the Heat are doing is they're playing their two forwards, such as Jimmy Butler and Crowder or Iguodala, Mm-hmm. They're playing those two at the top because usually it's the guards at the top, but they're putting their longer wings at the top, which is supposed to disrupt the offense. And then they hide the two guards like Tyler Hero and Dragic or, or Dragic, Dragic, Dragic and Robinson. Dragic. They put the two guards. Dragic. Yeah, Dragic. Yeah, they put the two guards in the back. <laughs> you said Dragic. Dragic. No, I said Dragic. Before you said Dragic. Tragic. Yeah, the first time. Tragic. Yeah. <laughs> and then they put the center, like Kelly Olenek or Bam, in the middle, in the paint. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, really um, disrupting the Boston offense. But then they're using some more counters now, right? Mm-hmm. So just like what Pranav said, um, how the Heat are playing a 2-3 zone, the Celtics uh, had a great game five, taking, taking advantage of, like, the Heat switches. So basically in the pick and roll – the Heat would switch everything. Um, and so they found a way around that by having the big man, whenever the guard switched onto the big man, they'd have the big man just post up. Like they'd have Canner and Tice take advantage of them and put him in the post. And so they'd have them do that instead of having Kemba go one-on-one with Bam, who who can guard pretty much all positions. Like obviously, obviously a guard would be better suited to guard against Kemba, but like, Bam's a good defender for a big man against, like, guards. Would you say? Would you agree with that? Bam's a good big man defender for guards? Yeah, like, good. Bam's a better defender against guards versus, like, Cantor. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah so, so then they just pass it into Cantor, Tice, down low. And then on top of that, um, a way to keep, like, Adebayo out of the paint they had Tice, like, at the top of the key, like, pass the ball um, into, like, that, that would, like, start a play or something. So they'd have Tice um, – yeah, they'd have Tice pass it in, so that would force Adebayo to be up and, like, defend against Tice. So Adebayo would be out of the paint and would be near, like, the free-throw line, uh, like, three-point area. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that really took away Adebayo, and then the Celtics, you know, could take advantage of that and then drive without – the fear of Adebayo sending them, sending the ball three rows into the stands. The Heat don't really have a rim protector other than Bam. Yeah, that's, you know, that's I true. Wouldn't say. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, they they play small ball. So yeah, that's that's pretty smart. That's good coaching by Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. But then, um, game six tonight. Uh, who do you think? What do you think is going to happen tonight? You think the Heat are going to win the series? I think Boston. Um, I think Boston's going to force a game seven. They're going to force a game seven. Mm-hmm. I think the Heat are kind of losing their steam a little bit. So the Heat were down. No, the Heat were up 3-1. Now it's 3-2. Yeah. And then it's going to be 3-3 by the end of the night. You think so? Yeah, I okay. So. so then, What about you? You think the Heat will close it out? Yeah, I think the Heat will close it out. I think the Heat will close it out. I don't think they'll choke. Do you think – Do you think? what about Bam? You think his wrist will affect him? Um. Well, the thing is, because I saw it in game four, like he was like clutching his wrist, like mid game. So I thought it looked a little bit more serious. In game four or game five? 
it was uh game four like when you first heard it okay but then in game, in game five, five he was him. okay I so, like you didn't see him holding his wrist in game five at all he was okay he was all right because you know he had like his 13 8 and 8 and he wasn't really clutching his wrist as much but did he clutch it a little bit i think i did see him a little bit okay but i think he'll be okay you know maybe like some other players step up take the slack off mm-hmm. yeah but then i think yeah i do think that he will close it out tonight yeah so now moving on to the west uh with the nuggets and the lakers uh, let's let's start let's start on uh, game two. Yeah, Anthony Davis buzzer beater. Yep, that was that was a pretty nice buzzer beater. You know, I remember it was an inbounds play. He came off the screen by LeBron, and yeah, and then he just pulled it. Yeah, he just pulled the three and clean switched as time expired. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, it wasn't a sideline to play. Uh, Ray John Rondo did it from the baseline. Yeah, he did a bounce pass. Yeah, but um, he, did it. he yeah he passed he inbounded it from the baseline. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, and then he just caught it, elevated right over him, bang. Yeah, and then I remember Mason Plumley because he was guarding AD, he was getting like a bunch of like backlash because he was guarding AD, and then he got caught off the screen by LeBron. Mm-hmm. My guess is that he was trying to like switch, because you know there's only two seconds left, so there's nothing to really do except switch. You know, mm-hmm. and it's an it's an end of the game scenario. Yeah. But I guess um, the Lakers blew it up, and then he hit that three, and they won the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But then the Lakers, you know, they've been doing really well. They've been defending Jokic pretty well, too, because the thing with Jokic is he causes a lot of problems for other teams' defenses. Yeah. As a really passing, a really good passer while also being a big man. So, like, in the last years against the Clippers, they couldn't figure out when it, whether to double him or not. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, if you, if you double, you're leaving a, a cutter or a shooter open, right? Yeah. But then the Lakers, they defended it really well by, like, zoning up between the other four players if they double. Mm-hmm. So then they could, they could, you know, zone up, nothing happens. Or they keep Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee on Jokic, and then they don't have to double. Yeah, yeah. So that just comes down to the personnel. And, like, what type of defense they play. Yeah, I think if he's, like, heating up. I mean, they can't double and then there's someone. Like, if they double, they have to bring someone. Well, here, here's here's my logic, right? Mm-hmm. If they double, the person left open has to be, like, on the other side of the floor where help defense can, like, get to that open person. It can't be, like, someone close. You know what I mean? Like, let's say Jokic is in the post on the left side. And then there's, like, um, <clears throat> and then, like, Jeremy Grant is um, is on the wing, right? And then whoever's guarding Jim, Jeremy Grant goes to help on Jokic, and Jokic just passes it right to Jeremy Grant, and Grant hits a three. Like, it has to be – what I'm saying is whoever's – whoever doubles, right? Ask it from the weak side. It has to be from the weak side where it's a tough pass. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it can't be an easy, oh, that guy's open, pass to him. Like, yeah. It's got to – they got to make it tough, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I, I get what you're saying. That makes sense. And then game three, LeBron. Game three. Had a triple-double. Yeah, triple-double. Game four almost had a triple-double. He was really close, you know. So, LeBron, is he's going off right now. Yeah. Murray had 28-12 and 12 in game three. Mm-hmm. He also had 32 in game four, while Davis had 34 in game four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, other players stepping up, Murray – Trying to keep the Nuggets alive, even though they got beaten five, but 
You know, you he like you can't because now because now the series is over. Murray did his job. Mm-hmm. He overperformed in his job. You know. Yeah. Because I remember like last year or not last year, but he had an interview saying that he didn't play as well as he wanted to in the last playoffs, and he wanted to make up for it. And I would say he 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 got that goal. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely stepped it up since last year. You think so? You think he's like? You think like once next season starts, he's gonna have that that, that same hype energy? Yeah, it doesn't um, be as good. I think he's definitely gonna be as good. I mean, it adds another element with the fans. Um, but I think he'll he'll definitely like keep keep it going. Like he'll keep the streak going. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so you you think he'll keep it up? Yeah. All uh, right. What about you? You think he'll keep it up, or you think it'll like die down? I think, yeah, I think I think I think he'll keep playing good. Maybe I, not like. Do you think he'll be an all star next year? An all star in. I think he'll be an all star next year. If he keeps this up, he'll definitely be an all star. He's in the West though, yeah, so it's hard. I guess yeah, but he's gonna be an all star for sure. You think? You think he's like? Um, if he keeps it up, he'll be an all star. I don't think I don't think he's gonna get like the 40, 30 point games like more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might die down, but he'll still play really He'll well. average like twenty five. Yeah. Twenty three. I can see him averaging twenty something, like solid twenties. Yeah. Like almost every game. And he'll definitely have like forty point games here and there. Yeah, for he will. Sure. He will. So like do you think Jamal Murray's even in the top ten? Like for point guards? So like we, we already got we got Kyrie. Steph, Dame, Russell, is Chris Paul on there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Paul, there. James Harden, that's six. Maybe Kemba, maybe. Yeah, Kemba, Kyle Lowry. You think he's top ten? I think he is like a. I he's a good point guard. I don't think he's top ten though. Yeah, I think there's other point guards better out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't count top ten. Oh, what about Trey Young? No. Uh, m- yeah, we could. Yeah, maybe I'll put him in the same category as Kemba. Maybe you counting Mike Conley or no? Maybe. What about De'Aaron Fox? No, not De'Aaron Fox. I wish. I like Darren. Yeah, Kemba's def- Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is up ben there, Ben Simmons, yeah. so that's eight. We put Kemba? Yeah, we already put Kemba. Okay, so we have two left. Yeah. Murray. Kyle Lowry. Murray, Kyle Lowry, yeah. Yeah, yeah Murray's definitely up there in the top ten, for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. so Murray makes the top ten PG cut, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Murray's going to keep it going, keep it rolling. Moving on to game five, Lakers win. Lakers go to the NBA Finals for the first time since 2010. Mm-hmm. Yep, since 2010. So, you know. With the bean. Decade-year drought for the Lakers. Decade-year? You mean decade-long decade, decade decade drought? Decade-long drought. Decade-long yeah. drought. <laughs> decade-long drought since, yeah, since Kobe was playing in L.A. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Kobe. But um, so you had a thirty-eight point triple double. LeBron. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. LeBron's been tearing the league up. Yeah, he's he is all, he's a man on a mission. He's in playoff mode. He's in playoff mode. 
Yeah, he's thirty-eight he's point triple double. So yeah, we considering LeBron, considering the games before that too. We're almost a triple double in every game before. And then, yeah, and then game three he has a triple double. Yeah, game like three. Like he's on a triple double streak, right? Now. Almost, yeah, yeah. Like that shows he's not just like scoring, but he's doing everything. Mm-hmm. He's passing. He's setting his teammates up for success. Getting boards. You know what I'm saying? I like, like that. He's doing everything. I like that dynamic because, like, AD. Like, if you think about it, AD is kind of doing more scoring than LeBron. Like, if you look at the numbers, I think yeah. he's doing a little bit more than LeBron scoring-wise. But also, LeBron's, like, facilitating and getting bored. Yeah, LeBron's stuff. definitely more of a facilitator than yeah. he is. So, but I, I like what they're doing there. Yeah. With that. And then, um, yeah, Jeremy Grant, like, he's been phenomenal in this, like, in the playoffs. He played 46 minutes in Game 5. Yeah. He sat on the bench for two minutes. <laughs> two minutes out of 48. That's probably exhausting. Yeah, for sure. Probably exhausting. Like, that dude, is he free agent next year? I think so. That's what I heard. He's a free he's, agent. Yeah, he's he's going to secure the bag for sure. Because he played on OKC before. Yeah, yeah, he played for OKC. Now was he even that good on OKC? He was, he, was, he was pretty good. He was all right. All right, yeah. But then, yeah, he played really good this playoffs, this series. He had 20 points game five. Which you know, it's like it's like okay, it's twenty points, but he, I, he was hitting big time shots. Yeah, right? for sure. He was like like when the Lakers were like about to like just like push the Nuggets under, he was always there like hitting threes, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was like kind of like he he was stepping up. He had a great playoff presence. Yeah, definitely. And then after the game, LeBron pulled him aside. And was, yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. He was like talking to him. I mean, of course, we don't know what they talked about, but I believe it was like LeBron saying like, "Oh, he sees potential in him." You know, telling him what he's got to do next. Like, I, I think LeBron sees sees something in Jimmy Grant. He definitely felt like really, um, uh, really like proud. You know, yeah, to be like pulled up, pulled aside by LeBron. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, like as like a young player. He's and definitely stuff. gonna remember. How old is Jimmy Grant? He's pretty young. I'm pretty sure. How old like... is Jimmy Grant? We're just asking Siri right now. Jeremy Grant is 26 years old. Okay, thank you, Siri. Oh, okay. He's he's 26. <laughs> So that's not super old at all. Like that's like average. Yeah, it's like average. So he still has time. Yeah, he definitely still has time. No, that's that's definitely on the younger side. Twenty. He's only six years in the league. Uh, well, what what time did he get in the league? What year was he drafted? Do you know? Like twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been too long. So he has experience. But he, like, yeah, he, he hasn't did. been too long. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So I can see him. I don't. I don't see him being like an all star or anything. I can see him definitely being like a good solid starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, so he played good. Jokic also had twenty. Murray mm-hmm. had nineteen, but unfortunately, he had a slight injury in his foot. He had a bone bruise, and you could see it was like kind of affecting him. Like he was like trying to stretch it out, like during timeouts and stuff. So unfortunately, he couldn't like play up to his full potential. He's probably pretty frustrated. Frustrated. Yeah, but he was – I'm sure he was, like, content with, like, how he played the four. Yeah. But then, you know, game five, it's part of the game. You can't really do much about it. But, um, yeah, so Lakers are in the finals, and they'll either be meeting Miami or Boston. So, yeah. But then, you know, just, like, you know, sticking with LeBron, how much he's been dominating. He's 35 right now, I'm pretty sure. I think he's 36. How old is LeBron? 
Afton Siri again. Yeah, just Pont Siri. LeBron James is 35 years old. Thank you, 35, yeah. It's 35. So he's 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 on the older side now, though. Yeah, that's for sure. He's so, been in the league. He didn't go to college. When? How old was he when he got drafted? He was 17 or 18. He was in the 2003 draft. So he's been in the league for 17, 17 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like 17 or 18 when he got drafted. Yeah. So he's 17 been in the league for years a while. in the league. He's been oh, in the wow. league as long as like we've been alive. Yeah, he was in the league before I was born. Yeah, same. You're 2004, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm like, that is crazy. Yeah, he's been a while. But, um, so yeah, so Lucas and I, we were just talking and like, so you think he's going to like retire soon? Um, you think the greatness is going to come this, to an end? Bro, LeBron, <clears throat> he's in his 17th year and the numbers he's putting up, bro. It's not like he's Vince Carter and he's, you know, in his, he's 40 years old, putting up like eight. Like, LeBron was in the MVP race. LeBron is probably going to get finals MVP this year. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's retiring anytime soon, to be completely honest. So when do you, when do you think it's retiring? He's if- going to have like 23 years in the league. He's definitely got like five years left, at least. Five years left? Okay. Yeah, he's going to keep playing, like. I'm pretty sure the yeah, because the oldest players to have ever played was, I think Dirk and then Vince, is now the oldest with like 21 years or something. Yeah, something like they've been playing until like. But the way LeBron is going, like ah, uh, I've read articles about how he, you know, how he cares for his body so mm-hmm. much. He spends like yeah, so much money on uh, I think it's called cryotherapy, where he goes into this like gas chamber. Yeah, and it like promotes like healing on his body. He but, spends crazy amounts yeah, of money just to like, take care of his body. It's showing, like, he's in stellar shape, playing tons of minutes and putting up the numbers he has. Like, he, like I think he's if you know if Bronny goes to the league, I definitely think he's going to be able to play with Bronny, like against Bronny. Because Bronny is... has that ever happened? Father and son playing in the league? I don't think it. Let me, let me look it up right now. Because you know, j- just for the audience, Bronny is. Our age right now, or I think he's like a sophomore right now. So if Bronny were to go to the league, we'd yeah. have to wait like three years. LeBron and Bronny could accomplish the improbable feat of becoming the NBA's first father-son duo. Mm-hmm. Wow, they would be the first. It would be it'd be pretty hard to play together though on the same team. Like the chances mm-hmm. of that happening. Oh, if they played on the same team, that would be incredible. Unless LeBron like demands a trade, like he that'd like, be so incredible. He trades like some players on the Lakers for Bronny just because like he wants to have Bronny on his team. <laughs> he could, he could probably do that honestly. Maybe like, he's 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 the coach, not Frank Vogel. Yeah, Frank Vogel's in the coach. LeBron controls that team. <laughs> but I don't I don't yeah I could see LeBron maybe in three yeah, years sure. still in the league, still still contributing with Bronny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that wraps it up for uh, today's podcast. This is you're listening to the Bubble Banter podcast. We'll catch you next time.